Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Sports, and welcome back to the Villa, the Villa Villa. I'm joined, as always, by the biggest Aston Villa fan in the U.S., Aaron. Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Brian. Um, uh, it's been a long while since we've we've been on. We had the international break, but you know, we took our own little break. Yes, uh, uh, you know, been a busy month. Mostly uh, mm-hmm. my fault there. It should have been more you know, prepared to schedule stuff, but we're back now. That's all that matters. Uh, Tell me what we missed. We, so where we left off um, was a little bit of a rainy day parade. We lost at the Carabao Cups. We were knocked out of that. No big deal because I gave you the prediction of two to one against Mm -hmm. Brighton that day. We're going all the way back to match day five or six. I can't quite remember, but we won six, one. And then from there we won um, again against uh, Zerzinski Mostar in the European Conference. We drew against the Wolves, but, you know, apparently Wolves are really good at home <laughs> now. They beat City at home. They just, they drew to us, and mm-hmm. then they drew, or no, they beat somebody else too. Nonetheless, Wolves are hard at home, apparently. We went and stomped the heck out of West Ham at mm-hmm. home again. The less superior Claret and Blue. Uh, four to one. Yes. We beat AZ Alkmaar away four to one. And we won against Luton Town three to one at home. Yeah. So that was yesterday. So we're caught up uh, during this stretch. What has really stood out to you? Uh, good, bad. It, it's all you. <laughs> this. So I'll, I'll save, I'll give the umbrella for the Prem. The Prem, we have done an extremely good job of being prepared for each match, um, which is what Unai does. He's a very micromanaged guy and he knows what he wants his players to be, where they want to be and where they should be at all times. Um, Our high press has been really well. Our um, high line and our defense has held really well and gotten a bunch of offside calls for each individual match. Um, They've also scored a ton of goals. uh, The, the amount of goals we put up this past five matches for the Prem have put up 14 goals. Now to put that in perspective and for the team who's been playing extremely hot and everybody who's been drooling over because, oh my goodness, Harry Kane left and Ange Postacoglia mm-hmm. is the new manager. Right. Spurs, they, I wish I actually had it. I, that's a little drop on my part, but they put up the same amount of points. They put up 13 points. They only scored nine goals and Villa scored 14 and the goal differential is better. So in that last five stretch, Villa are first, you know, playing a, a better than Newcastle, better than city, better than Arsenal. I mean, it's, it's so fun and crazy to think that Villa can actually potentially be in a champions league position. And I know it's only October guys. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, months yeah. In, but you know, you can feel the belief in the players. You can feel the belief in the fans that when they're home and you feel the belief in the coaching staff themselves too. And that's what makes you feel good. Like maybe we might be a, a step away from Champions League, but we could certainly get into Europa. We can certainly win in the European Conference League. It's just all the pieces are in place right now for this season. Yeah, I mean, fifth right yep. now four points behind 
the one team, which as you mentioned, the, the Spurs, which you know equally haven't talked to Rhett even longer, but I'm yeah. sure he's not thrilled I'm that sure. they're on top. Yeah, he, he's a little he when he's got to talk about Ange and mm-hmm. the Spurs, it's like a little there's a little of disgust about it just because of history, yeah. but like there, you can't not knock Spurs for what they're doing. They're they're definitely a they were a little more advanced team than Villa right now, anyway. But they're definitely stepped up their their their. Uh, I can't even think of the right word. They've just stepped it up this year so much better than I think a weight, the weight of Harry Kane. But this isn't a Spurs thing. This is Villa. No. But yeah, um, you want that? Check out the podcast. No, go ahead. Please plug. You <laughs> yeah. want more in depth for really other than not just for one team. Swinging the shins podcast. Check it out. Here's pretty good. Yeah, I I think it's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, back back to Villa. You know, it's not it's not crazy that they you know are challenging at least challenging here for yeah. for a league or uh, yeah Premier League title. Uh, I mean, I get tripped up on what what all these things. Are I know about. there's so many competitions at Villa are in, which is great. We get the Thursday Sunday treatment, unfortunately, mm-hmm. where it's you know now our games are on Sunday because um, tournament play is Thursday. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it's not unfortunate for other people, but you know, Sunday is kind of like a um, a day that's very much packed now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But if I'll trade it, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. like if if we're in tournaments, I'll take Sundays. Yeah, I'd rather have the Saturdays though, because then we're in Champions League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but, hopefully, hopefully, coming up, we can yeah, right. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. They keep riding this high wave. I mean, honestly. Um, I'm looking here at FOTMOB, um, and Villa's FOTMOB rating is a uh, 7.09, which sets fifth in the league. Um, just per- for perspective, Man City and Tottenham are tied at the top with 7.3. Um, Villa per goals per match uh, are 2.6, which are tied with Newcastle. So we're first in that that aspect. Um, we give up a little bit of goals, but it's okay. We're because we're scoring still two and a half goals. We're we're getting two points, almost two points per match. Our average possession has been uh 52%, which is pretty good to considering um we're not like lazy or slackish with the ball, but you know, we're not afraid to also lose the ball in the other third to try to turn it back over again. Um our our XG, I don't really care for XG, but I'll say it anyway for the people who like XG. We're at 19.8, which is pretty good considering Liverpool's 22.3 and Newcastle's 22.1. Uh, so we're sitting fourth on that. Uh, just the way this team has been playing in the Prem, it, it's more fluid. You could tell that the players are just so much more excited to be on the pitch. They, they, they can anticipate what each player is doing. They're not like, they're not working just defensive unit, midfield unit, attacking unit. It's one unit, one cohesive. We're going to like, we know how to break down the team. And I, I, I had talked earlier about it with, uh, on swinging at shins, Villa seem to have stalled every now and then if, if plan a doesn't work. Um, I forget which, I think it was actually against the wolves match where they just kind of like broke down a little bit. But uh, they've they've figured out how to break teams down in different ways, which is such a advantage 
for a team to have where if plan A doesn't work, then we can go to plan B or plan C. I mean, we've got Leon Bailey scoring goals, John Duran, who's 19 years old, scoring goals. Um, we've Ali Watkins is back scoring goals like crazy. Musa Diaby, who's if he's not the signing of the season, it's Pau Torres, who's playing exceptionally well, slid right into that role when Tyrone Mings got injured, has been playing exceptionally well. Just a lot of players, even with the injuries that we've had, have just stepped up and brought their game to a whole new level. And this is what Villa, this is what we expected from Villa two years ago with Gerard. And now after seeing a full season with Unai, because that the um, anniversary was like a few days ago too, it, it's all starting to materialize. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Love to see it. And, you know, again, don't want to take all the credit for our show helping uh, lift up. But, uh, you know, it also is like the one year anniversary of the show. So, oh, there you Yeah, exactly. Well, cheer, cheers to that, sir. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just got some water, but cheers to that. It's okay. I got and cider. <laughs> much better. <laughs> well, yeah. So, it's going to be exciting times as, as a fan. Um, and, you know, obviously very happy for you and very happy, you know, for the show to, yeah. to be covering that. How are we feeling going in to Nottingham Forest? They're quite a ways down the board here. They're 16th, mm -hmm. only 10 points, uh, only two wins this season. So, you know, on paper, probably feel good, but uh, I'd love to hear it from you. Uh, I, honestly, we should ob obliterate them. Like, I know they're in the Prem for a reason and they survived for a reason. They are, they're resilient at home and they know how to take, they know how to take giants out, but the way Villa have been playing and we don't have uh, a European conference um, league match this week, even more time to prep for this match. We should honestly just, we should walk over them. It really should be a three, one, match all like uh Luton Town match here um but if if anything less than 3-1 uh, I'm a, I'm going to be a little annoyed but I'll take the 3 points as well uh, what the at the very least we should win that's that's what it should come down to we shouldn't be losing I know it's an away match but we have set a standard that we play at our level we don't play down to their level anymore and that's that's such a big thing for any professional team to get over that hurdle to find your own groove and stick with your groove. You, you, yes, you have to bend to some standards, but Villas, they can impose their power on lesser teams and Nottingham Forest, unfortunately is a lesser team. And that's not to say that they're not a terrible team. It's just, they're not going to, they're a mid table team. They're not going to be able to stand up to this. That all makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, anything else that uh, we didn't get to cover that I didn't ask about that you wanted to bring up on this episode? Um, the European Conference League that we're, that we're currently rolling yes. in. That's okay. That's why you ask these questions. We bring it back up. Yes. Yeah. So uh, tell, me, tell me about uh, the European European Conference Yep, European Conference. Yeah. Gotta love it. You, know, you got the Europa League, and then you got the European it's Conference. Like, this is a different thing than I the I just want to cut League. it, okay. the acronym, and just call it ECF or ECL. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. and just it's too long and i yeah. get it and i understand why they want to do it it's because it's more money in the pockets of mm-hmm. other lesser teams unfortunately sure. uh you know i don't want to call villa a lesser team but they did only finish seventh last season and only mm-hmm. saying f- finishing seventh sounds terrible to say too but at any rate, I am just blabbing on here. We're going to go to the European Conference League where we picked up our first home win, any win in general, in the last uh, 13 years against uh, Zerzinski Mostar, a 1-0 victory. John McGinn saved it in stoppage time from being a draw. It was the most – it was pretty dramatic, to be honest. The, the entire stadium just – blew up you know like the roof just exploded it was a fantastic the match in general villa had it in hand it's just it was just you know one of those frustrating matches where it's like how can we not how can we find a way to score but uh make it the hardest way possible (laughs) yeah what's it called like uh winning difficultly Yes, that's that's exactly what happened. Winning difficultly, yeah. and then uh, we went to AZ Alkmaar at uh, the Netherlands or Dutch or however you want to, you know, whatever nation you want to call it. Sure. <laughs> and we walked in there and just said, "You're done." Stunned them, one for one, and it's so critical to win away in these tournaments too because. You know, it. Then you go home, and then you beat them at home. So it's so it's so big to win these games away from home, just as much at, at home. If you can take points away, it's it's a huge step to being a top in your group stage in your groups. No, definitely. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see there. Uh, learning new things about all these leagues every episode. <laughs> it, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot of leagues. It's a lot of leagues. And, you know, the players have every right to complain about um, fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine. That's that every okay. couple of years, you either get the Olympics or the World Cup. And yep. it's a lot. And that's why I am fine with them dropping out of the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it. it's a dinky trophy. <laughs> It really is. It's a dinky yeah. trophy. We don't need it. We don't need to be in there. Yes, you get a trophy and you put in your trophy mm-hmm. case. But if you ask me, you know, between the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup or even this year with the um, European Conference, mm-hmm. I'm taking the FA Cup or the European Conference over dinky trophy. Very, very well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. So. Plug, plug, uh, swing and shins. What you got happening? What's going on this week? Floor um, so this week, uh, I haven't really put too much together, but I gotta imagine it's gonna be, um, Spurs still rolling because they're they're doing a great job. Um, probably Brighton dropping points. Um, they've been a little lackluster lately, and I think uh, Europa Conference League is kind of stunned them a little bit and um chelsea are they back i don't know they don't really seem like they want to be back yeah 
So um, I also saw someone get suspended for three years on the oh. swinging at Shin social. So I'm sure you'll talk about that. Don't want to give it away for anyone, you know. I don't think this. so. I don't think it was three years. Well, I don't know now. Who are you talking about? You can just uh, am, I, am I wrong? Am I making up? Fake Is it a player? <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was like a manager. Oh, I have no idea. Then you know more information than I do, sir. I just I just glanced at, at the Facebook feed. Let me let me pull oh, it up. There's also Everton's financial okay. issues. We'll probably uh, dive into. Luis Rubinales. Oh, um, oh, Luis Rubinales. Oh, he's the yeah. Spanish um, FA president. Yes, he's who kissed Jenny Hermosa. Oh, okay. At yep. the World all Cup. Right, all right. Yes. Yeah. So, suspended so, for that. I'm sure you guys will talk about that on the yeah, show. Which, uh, yeah, yeah, it's big news. <laughs> yeah. So, go check that out. Of course, always the first link in the description here on Wicked Good Sports. And uh, other than that, anything else you want to plug, Aaron, before we get on out of here? Um, don't forget to always go to Wolf's Beer Garden in Albany on Broadway. Um, if you're an Albany Gooners fan, or uh, Albany, or excuse me, if you're an Arsenal fan, go check out Albany Gooners. Rhett runs the show, and they've got a great atmosphere going on there. Um, Woodsy's Liverpool fan group, they've always been there. They're uh, loud, they're proud, and they love it. And uh, there's also a Man City group down there. So if we have City fans who happen to pop by just to listen to lesser teams, then go right ahead. You know, there's a place for you guys to go hang out together that's love that love uh you know the premier league it's it's happening here it's it's all becoming bigger here in the united states and that's exciting so yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh you can follow me on twitter at the fake bmark bmarr channel is on twitter at we get sport uh, we have a blog of course we get everything sports.com and our main channel is we get everything our podcast channel is Better Radio, and this channel is Wicked Good Sports. Thank you so much for listening, Aaron. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you all in the next one.